0: Welcome in to another edition of the MCM Radio. I am Jimmy Morris, at jmorrismcm on Twitter, Miracles.com at MCM. All right, so yesterday, the Titans knocked off the Broncos 17-10. to Was not a pretty win, but we knew pretty much going into the game that they were going to have to win this one ugly. Um, we knew, I mean, it was pretty clear turning up to the game during the week that Ryan Tannehill was going to play, right? I mean, he had been allegedly close in Kansas City, and so when another week had passed, we felt pretty good about the chances of getting him back. We also felt good about Traylon Barks coming back because he had, you know, they had said a lot of good things about him. Vrabel said good things about him last Monday. Uh, Todd Downing said good things about him later in the week, and so it seemed like he was trending toward playing. So we knew that we had some... I guess reinforcements coming on offense, so that, that was a good thing. The concern was the defense, because we, we found out Friday that Simmons and Dupree, and but Simmons, Dupree, and Cunningham were all out. Turned out on Saturday, they moved Cunningham to IR, so he's got to miss at least the next four games with that elbow injury. Um, so we knew that things were going to be tough on defense. So um, It was one of those deals where it was like, okay, well maybe they're going to have to find a way to put up points to win a game. Can they do that? was kind of the question that we were asking. Well, it turned out that the guys that filled in for the guys on defense that were out were fantastic. And I said on Twitter yesterday that if John Robinson was as good at first-round draft picks as he is at finding like undrafted and late-round guys – that can come in and contribute, I mean, he'd be the greatest GM in the history of the world, right? Because we know about his his problems in the draft, or at, the, at the top of the draft especially, right? I mean, those things have been well chronicled, um, you know, whatever. But the thing that, you know, is not maybe talked about as much, in, at least by me, because I'm more – I guess hard on John Robinson than a lot of other a lot of other people are because he overall he's done a good job. There's there's no doubt about that. But the the, the misses have been big and the misses have have really hurt this team the the ceiling of this team. Um, but I mean he finds guys like Demarcus Walker, like uh, Mario Edwards Jr. that come in and, and can make plays and they needed that yesterday. I mean we we know we saw early in the year when Dupree was out how much the pass rush suffered even with Simmons in there. Well, then yesterday with Simmons and Dupree both out, it was like, okay, you know, how in the world are they, gonna, are they going to be able to get pressure? Well, they did. I mean, they, they sacked Russell Wilson six times. They were in the backfield all day long, made him uncomfortable. Um, you know, so th- those guys, those rotational guys came in and played well, gave them, you know, big plays at times they needed them. I mean, DeMarcus Walker has a sack and a half. Uh, Mario Evers Jr. had a sack. You got Dylan Cole having a sack, Rashad Weaver a sack and a half. So, I mean, guys out there getting after it that are not, you know, top of the draft type of guys. So, that was good to see those guys step up. Uh, They got Elijah Molden back. He was also activated on Saturday, but then he was out later in the game with a groin injury. So, I don't know, you know, what that is. And the tough thing here is... Now the Titans have a quick turnaround because they play in Green Bay on Thursday night. So it'll be nice on the other side of that game because you get kind of that little mini-bye having played on Thursday. But they got a lot of injuries. And injuries like... They had the injuries coming into this game plus the ones that they got yesterday. And so there's a lot of things piling up for this team. Um, and, And so, like I said, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But the other thing is... I mean, C.J. Board, he did put a ball on the ground. Titans got it back. But he was called up on Saturday, returns punts for the team, and, and does a good job. Does the best job of, of anybody uh, returning the return punts for this team so far this season. And, and they have ran a bunch of guys out there. So, you know, that was good to have that guy come in and step up. Really good to have Ryan Tannehill back. I mean, again, they only scored 17 points. But Tannehill had, Tannehill had a good game. He um, was 19-36, 255, two touchdowns. Um, you know, and again, we talked about just the, this offense has deficiencies. We know that having a veteran back there that knows where to go with the football and all that kind of stuff it, it is good to have. Right. Um, you know, they, they put Malik Willis in for the one play. I, here, here's the, here's my thing with that. I, I don't hate them bringing in Malik to, to give the defense a different look, to have the read option stuff. I mean, all that stuff is, is good. And I think can be successful for this team. The problem was when they did it yesterday, it was in a situation where the offense was, was kind of rolling, right? I mean, they, they had things going, you have a third and two, again, not a terrible spot to bring him in, like that's fine, but it, you know, it's a cold day, he's been on the sideline, all those days, and listen, uh, all of those are excuses, I don't, like I said, I don't like that, but at the end of the day, Malik Willis has got to be able to go in and execute that play, like, right, that's what he can do. Uh, I mean, you know, if, if you've got a list of things that, that he can execute, that should be at the top. And, you know, now we've seen two different times where they've they've brought him in. Uh, I liked I liked what they did yesterday better than the one, you know, a couple weeks ago when one against the Colts, where they put it put Sim Malik in motion and Tannehill tries to hand it to him and he fumbles like that to me is more out of out of the comfort zone for Malik Willis than, you know, a a read option should be. So, I mean, I, I like what they tried to do yesterday better. I just wish they would go about it a different way do it at a different time, maybe to start a drive or something like that. Give him a look like a whole drive that way or a couple of plays. Not when you have a third and two and you can just hand the ball to Derrick Henry. Now that being said, we saw yesterday Todd Downing when we get third and two, and then he doesn't want to hand the ball to Derrick Henry. It's, it's, it's crazy to me. I, I don't Todd Downing is a disaster. I don't understand how he sells a job, but he's going to be the guy this year. Hopefully this year is it. Um, you know, we we've also seen guys step up. I mean, Nick Westbrook Akin, had the game of his, Akina, sorry, had the game of his life yesterday, five for 119, two touchdowns. Um, you know, after saying last week that the, nobody was talking about the receivers earlier in the year when they were making plays, well, the receivers had never really made plays this year. Um, so, but I mean, anyway, it, it's good to see him step up. He's a he's a fine football player. Again, if he's your three or four, that's okay. I just don't like him being the one or two. That that's where you get into in, into problems. Here's what I do know. They need to get the ball to Chicka Conquo more because every time they go to him, he makes something happen, right? He had the the big play at the beginning of the Chiefs game on Sunday Night Football. He had a 41-yard reception yesterday where he's running through people, running around people. I mean, again, shades of John New Smith, right? That's what, I mean, that was what he was billed as when they drafted him was, you know, he can be a John New Smith type guy. And the... John who, the thing that was so good about Jonu was, it's like Delaney Walker. You didn't have to tip your hand when that guy was in the game. He can block, and he can make plays as a receiver. So that's the kind of guy you want out there. The first drive of the game, they're throwing that screen back to Jeff Swaim. And listen, I understand it wasn't a good throw, or it wasn't a great throw, right? I mean, the throw wasn't on the money. Tannehill's pressured, has to get rid of it. Jeff Swain's got to catch that ball. If you're a tight end, if you're any kind of player in the NFL, you've got to make that catch. Get Jeff Swain off this team. I don't understand their fascination with him. I don't understand what he brought. Oh, he's a good blocker. No, he's not. He's not even that good of a blocker. And then you see, like, when they get the ball to Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper has five for 41 yesterday. Chig has one for 41. So you got those guys, six for 82. Jeff Swain, one target, a drop. I mean, I just don't understand what I don't understand what he brings to the table here, and I don't understand their fascination with getting him on the field. I haven't I haven't looked at the snap count numbers yet, but I guarantee you he played the most snaps of any of the tight ends. Maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully, we'll we'll revisit that on the site later today. But get him off the field. He doesn't bring anything to the table. Um, you know, the offensive line I thought yesterday was was it better than they have been. Uh, it, was, it was surprising that they couldn't get the run game going. I mean, Derrick Henry, 19 carries for 53 yards. And it looked, on paper at least, and even like talking to Broncos people leading up to the game, it looked like that was going to be the place the Titans could take advantage was um, in the run game with Derrick Henry because their run defense hadn't been very good. Their pass defense had. Now, they lost Bradley Chubb. You know, they had a corner that was out, all that kind of stuff. So um, some of that certainly played in. But listen, at the end of the day, the Titans are 6-3. and three um, They are—they're going to win the division. We've—we've uh, we've talked about that. I mean, that—that's you know been a, a long-running thing since they swept the Colts. Uh, we talked about this stretch that they're in right now, about how they need to win. You know, if they can go, if they can win two out of three or two out of five, whatever it is. Let me—let me pull it up real quick. Sorry. Um. All right. So this stretch right here that's with the Chiefs. So Chiefs, Broncos. Packers, Bengals, Eagles. Okay, that's the that's the stretch they have before they play the Jaguars for the first time on December 11th. All right, so if they can win two of those five, I think that's that's good enough to win the division. So they go two and three in that stretch. It doesn't hurt them in the division. You know, the Jaguars lost yesterday. Um, the the Colts didn't win, but they're done. Uh, so they just need to you know kind of tread water here. And then as I think, as long as you as long as you win two out of three of the, uh, the Texans-Jaguars games that are left, so you have two against the Jaguars, one against the Texans left, find another win in there against either the Cowboys or the Chargers, win one of those, They so kind of split that down. They're, they're going to win the division, right? Because let's say they do that. So let's say, just for argument purposes here, they win against the Packers, that gets them to seven. They win at home against the Jags, that gets them to eight. They win against Texans, that's nine. And then you eat Chargers, Cowboys, Jaguars on the road. They win one of those games, 10. 10 wins is going to win the division pretty easily, I would imagine. And so, I mean, they don't even have to play all that well to win the division, to get in the playoffs. You've got chaos a little bit now at the top with the Bills. I mean, my gosh, did you, I, I'm sure you saw that meltdown yesterday where Josh Allen fumbles, the Vikings fall on it. It goes to overtime. Allen throws a pick after the Vikings had gotten a field goal. The, the The Bills are would currently be the sixth seed in the AFC, which is crazy. The Dolphins at seven and three are winning that division. The Jets at six and three, who the Bills lost to, are in second in that division, which is just crazy. I, the Jets are not going to make the playoffs, I don't think, but who knows? Um, but so you know, right now as it sits, the Titans are, are in a in a pretty good spot. That's gone on. You know, they'd be. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, if they win the division, they're they're going to host. A playoff game um and there's they've, they've still got plenty of winnable games and stuff they can do but you know i mean I, I don't know i mean they they got boat raced by the bills on monday night football they hung with the chiefs had a chance to win that game you know if chris conley can catch a ball if westbrook Keenay can catch a ball if you have Tannehill, even I, you know i mean i don't know so uh, I don't know. This team it's it's wild. What they need right now is to get healthy on defense. That that's the biggest thing because we've seen now this defense is elite. Mike Vrabel, Shane Bowen have done a great job with this defense with the guys that they've had to plug in, the scheme. I mean all that stuff is obviously really good. And so they're they're going to lean on that. And then hopefully you can get enough out of the offense. But, I mean, I I think that we are at a point now where we understand what this team is. At least we should be. And we can fight against it and we can whatever. But, listen, at the end of the day, they're going to try to win every game they're in ugly. They're not going to score a bunch of points. They're not going to get into shootouts. They're not going to be able to win that way. And, again, I don't think that that's a recipe for success. In the playoffs because everything has to go exactly right for you if you're going to win that way in the playoffs and we've just seen so many times with this franchise that it, it just doesn't it doesn't seem to work out that way in the playoffs but it's good enough to win it's hard to watch sometimes but you know again i i heard this morning i think they've already used 70 players this year after breaking the record for last year at some point we have to look at what's going on with the with the strength and conditioning staff right to figure out why they can't keep guys in the field some of it may just be bad injury luck that that could certainly play a part into it but it seems like they're you know when you're using that much more players than everybody else it seems like maybe there's something else going on there i don't know i'm sure they'll look into that but anyway like I said, at the end of the day, six and three, still in a good spot in the division. Get a win, go to Green Bay on on Thursday. Green Bay's coming off an, an overtime win against the pack or against the Cowboys. Um, you know they haven't been good overall, so we'll we'll see how that plays out. But anyway, so short week this week. Everything will be condensed. Um, so we'll be here. Uh, you know we'll have podcasts. So today's Monday. We'll have Tuesday, Wednesday thursday friday i mean i i think we'll do one we'll do a show every day this week because we'll have news coming out because they will have a practice report today now it will be a you know basically a a, a guess of what would have happened had they practiced but you've got to condense a whole week uh into into these three days here so um we'll have plenty of news and stuff available for that and then like i said they get a little bit of a mini buy after the packers game and hopefully that'll give them some time to get healthy before they play the Bengals here so Anyway, between now and then, check out uh, musicandmiracles.com. We'll have all the most updated news and information. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at jmorrismcm, at titansmcm. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.